33. I was born on a Saturday. It was a full moon and one day before Easter. When I think about it, I see it hovering down by my left foot. A decade later, I broke that left foot, tripping in a hole on a soccer field, but was too embarrassed to say anything. So I played on it for weeks. All of that, the hole, the field, the itchy Velcro cast I had to wear for a month, it floats in the space outside my left knee. We first spoke in 2018. So I've wow. got a little, this is a little clip from when you were 15. <laughs> and I had, none of us had heard your name at the time. Greta Thunberg, she joins us now, 15 year old who spoke at the UN Climate Change Conference. And for you, Greta, we, you don't believe we have the right perspective on the damage being done oh, to no. the planet. No, we don't have. My message was that for 25 years, people have stood in front of the United Nations asking our leaders to stop the emissions, which clearly that has not, that has not worked. So instead of asking them to stop the emissions, we will let them know that change is coming, whether they like it or not. Wow. So that, that was our first time on the line. You'd, you'd been at the UN, but you were just breaking through then at 15. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that wow. must have been an, uh, a really confusing thing for you at that age to it, become it so famous. It was. I mean, I think for anyone that age to to experience that, I mean, it's it's a really, I don't it's hard to put it into words because it's such an extraordinary thing to go through, mm. especially when you don't expect anything. I was like, I'm going to pr- sit here and protest because I feel like that's my duty to do. I had not expected anything to come out of it, and yet it just blew up. It's it's incredible what you've done. You've been one of the most successful campaigners of my lifetime. I think your your the biggest speech you've made so far was the UN, whether you, you, you really mm-hmm. challenge the world. Do you mind if I play a little bit sure. of it now? I think you might have heard it before. <laughs> I have. <laughs> you have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words. And yet, I'm one of the lucky ones. People are suffering. People are dying. Entire ecosystems are collapsing. We are in the beginning of a mass extinction. And all you can talk about is money and fairy tales of eternal economic growth. How dare you? It's amazingly powerful. (laughs) What do you you think about it now, listening? It's... I mean, it's different because it's myself that I just overanalyze things and say, I would have done this differently and so on. <laughs> okay, well, you know, it's just funny to hear you laughing at it because at the time I remember thinking you're, you're on the edge of real distress. Mm, yeah, I mean, it's. Um, I thought to myself, this is uh, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Not everyone gets to speak in the United Nations National uh, Assembly. Yeah. So I was like, I better use this and and, yeah... Do the best out of it. Because since Friday, since your Chancellor, Kwasi Kwarteng's mini-budget, the pound has dropped to a record low. The IMF has said that you should reevaluate your policies. And the Bank of England has had to spend £65 billion to prop up the markets because of what they describe as a material risk. Where have you been? Well, what I've been doing is taking action to help ordinary households who would have been facing fuel bills of up to six thousand. Haven't you been reading the news? We have with taken respect? action. We have we've we've taken action by the government stepping in, making sure that nobody 
is paying fuel bills. Mistrust, this is a crisis. More than 2,000. This is a crisis. And many people are saying you've made it worse by your actions. 4 12 33.